of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear bells in the snow Quitters never win and winners never quit When the going gets tough, the tough get going Oh yeah, that's just the way that it is And if you get knocked down you dust yourself off, you get up, you get over it, you stay strong, you stay confident, and you get right back up and you just kind of grin to yourself. You know why? Because you believe in yourself. And you're going to get knocked down. But it's the person that gets back up again is the person that I respect. And I respect you because you believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, I believe in you. I know that you're the type of person that's going to go all the way. I know you're the type of person that's going to battle and win at all costs, at all odds, against all odds. Because that's the type of person that you are when you believe in yourself. It's the only way to go. And that's the bottom line. And I want to say something else. It's very nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. We've got a lot of nice people over here doing a lot of nice things. And I think it's just great. I want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. And when you're leaving here today, while they're passing out gifts, because George Steinbrenner made this all possible, I just want to take off these glasses right here. And I want you to look me in the eye. I want to shake hands with each and every one of you. And I want to realize when I look in your eyes that you believe in yourself because I believe in you because I know that you can be all that you want to be. Hey, good morning, folks. Thank you for tuning in and checking me out just for a little while. I appreciate you guys taking time to drop by. Not going to take too much of your time today. Just a couple things. First of all, driving in Northern California. You know, this could very well be driving in modern America. Uh, just the area that I'm in, the Sacramento area. Driving or commuting now has become an interaction with stunt drivers. Every once in a while, you will encounter a stunt driver. <laughs> and you guys know what I'm talking about. Some, you know, small town communities, they probably don't have to deal with this problem, but on the highways, especially at peak commute times or whatever, you have a little sprinkling of, there's the regular morons, tailgaters, stuff like that. Uh, but now, every once in a while, you get a stunt driver. And last night on the way home, I was going down I-5 south past the airport. It was stop and go traffic. It normally is at rush hour time, and I'm just sitting in it. And 
There's a guy that decides that he's just going to drive on the shoulder of the highway for miles. Kind of a, it's a black car, black tint, black rims, you know, the usual. Uh, Little uh, Nissan or something like that. Anyways, I don't know, whatever. And I'm coming up on the exit ramp that I need to take at the airport to get home. And this guy riding on the side of the highway decides that he's going to exit at the same exit I do. Okay, I let him go first. He's a jackass, whatever. I'm not in a in a hurry, whatever. So I take the exit after he goes by, and I'm just doing my own thing. And he's there's two stop signs. He blows them both, and there's no other traffic. And in California, by the way, if there's nobody at a stop sign or a stoplight, basically there's a 10% chance they're just going to fucking run it. They don't care, cops, whatever, and it doesn't matter in town, wherever, any intersection, anywhere, if there's a red light and nobody else is present at the intersection, there's about a 10% chance that they're just going to run it. And so this guy blows a couple stop signs, whatever, and he starts going on this on this back road, which is, which is where I'm headed. So the guy is way, way ahead of me. And I'm just doing my thing, distancing myself from this guy because he's obviously a non-driver and he's in the stunt category. So stay away from him. So I'm on a, there's a two-lane road and the guy starts to slow down out of nowhere. No traffic, no nothing. He just decides that he's going to, he's just going to slow his car right down. And uh, I'm like, well, I'm gaining on him and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? I don't know. He Pitch black tinted windows. Can't tell what's going on. Not sure what's happening. Come to a stop sign, another stop sign out in a, now we're in a rural setting and I have to take a left-hand turn at a stop sign. And this guy is ahead of me and there's no other cars and he's, and he's not going. He doesn't indicate which way he's going to go. But he takes a left-hand turn, which is, of course, the direction I'm headed. So I let him go through the intersection. He gets out there, and he's doing, like, five miles an hour. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, looking at this guy, and I'm sitting at this four-way stop, waiting to see what the fuck he's doing. So he's, like, going slow, and he's off to the shoulder. So I take a left, and I start going that direction, like, cautiously, there's no other traffic coming, and it's a two-lane road, so I'm kind of staying away from him. He decides he's going to speed up, swing a Yui, and face me in in the... He's in my lane. He's, going, he's facing the wrong direction in my lane, stops his car. I look in, I can see through the front, the front window, and it's like a... I don't know if it's like a younger Mexican dude. It's some a young punk, it looked like. And he's like staring at me and he's trying to like block my car. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I don't know if he wants confrontation. I don't know what he wants. He's not giving any indication of what he wants to do. So I fucking went around him. I get in the other lane and I just zipped around him. And I started distancing myself from him. Of course, he turns his car around, gets behind me. And now he's tailing me. Okay, well, great. Well, long story short, I got rid of him. But it's these type of randos, man. They're fucking out there. And I didn't know if this dude was going to jump out of his car. 
I'm just saying you got to be ready for like anything all the time. You're, you have to be completely alert all the time for fucking randos that have whatever, whatever motive. And I've had it happen. I don't know, not often, but I see a lot of road rage. I see all kinds of chases and races and people just acting stupid in traffic. And this guy was obviously either on something or I don't know what was happening there, but you know, his car was kind of a red flag. And I was like, what the fuck? So there's just fucking randos out there, man. (laughs) You kind of got to pick and choose your battles. I mean, that kind of dude, if you, you know, who knows what they're on? You know, I don't give them the finger. I don't do nothing. I just get around them and get the fuck out of there. Because these people, who knows what their motives are? Are they armed? They could very well be armed. Do they want to twist off? Do they want to do they want to be about that life and put and risk going to prison over a complete stranger that has has nothing to do with them whatsoever just because? Maybe. These fucking nut jobs are out there, man. It's just random encounters. And I've had people in the past. I had a guy oh, a couple years ago. I stopped. There was a line of traffic that had stopped at a, at a busy, uh, busy highway at a place where the traffic normally stops. The guy behind me was going so fast, young fucking punk. And he had to do a panic stop when he saw the line of traffic because he wasn't paying attention. He was switching lanes and... And he damn near, he skidded beside my car. He turned out of my lane and skidded right past my car, locked him up. And was, uh, he actually passed two cars with his brakes locked up. He was going so fast. And I looked and I looked over the dude sitting next to me. I said, Jesus fucking Christ. I had my windows up and I was, you know, sitting in my car and he almost blew the shit out of me. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. I just like glanced over. I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, slow it down. And he was looking right at me when I said it. And now his whole world is focused on me, me. And so he's following me on. We're on the causeway heading west towards Davis. And this guy's fucking cutting in front of me. He's got an Audi fucking wagon all black, black tent, and he's cutting in front of me, rolls the window, I'll fucking pull over, dude, fucking pull over, and I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna, there's no way I'm gonna pull over, <laughs> there's, why, why would I fucking, why would I do that, I'm not armed, I don't want to kill somebody over a traffic mishap, because they happen all the time, but that was pretty radical, and he followed me, and he's cut, and he's dipping in front of my He's in front of my uh, front wheels and he's trying to like scare me off the road and swipe me off the road. And, you know, you just give him the brakes real quick and then you can you can juke them and get around them. But what really fucks with those people, man, people fucking with you like that, pull out your cell phone. And boom, he was gone. You just make you put your cell phone in your hand and you either start up your camera or you just act like you're talking to somebody, that motherfucker just went, shoo, gone. But, man, the nuts are out there, man. Uh, what is it? 
one of the radio hosts on one of these local AM channels, Pat. Um, gotta forget his last name on KFBK. Uh, he was on his way to work, and a, a truck kept fucking with him, road raging on him, and and uh, he pulled over to deal with these people. They said pull over, and he pulled over, and a couple of guys got out. I don't know if it was a, fa- a big father and son or whatever, and they fucked him up. I wish I could remember his last name, Pat, um, Pat Walsh a few years ago. And he got fucked up really bad and left on the side of the road. And he's kind of, a, I think Pat Walsh is kind of a hot temper guy. Who's, who's willing to go willing and able to go or whatever. And he, these guys fucked him up and left him on the side of the road, man, half dead. But yeah, man, it's just nuts. It's crazy. But that's modern life, right? Uh, especially in a bigger city where there's lots of people, lots of traffic, and there's always a, a level of stress on the roads that is palpable all the time. People, like you go to a, a regular four-way stop, and since everybody's in a hurry, there's always two cars in the intersection at the same time. When one goes, the one that's on deck will already start rolling. And be like in the side of the other car as they pass through. And then when that one rolls through, the other guy will be like in that guy's door. So there's always, and and people are rude. People just go when they don't, when it's not their turn. Of course, there's those people. There's people running running the stale reds. They don't fucking care. You get two, three cars, four cars on a stale red turn light. It's, nobody gives a... Everybody's in a fucking hurry. Everybody needs, like, the extra 10 seconds. I don't know if they woke up late. They just like to drive fast. They're just dicks. Whatever. I'm, like, the opposite. Like, getting home... My objective is not to fly home as fast as possible. My objective is to get home. You know what I'm saying? Getting home. Just chill out. Let the dicks be dicks. Stay out of everybody's fucking way. And get home. Same with coming into work. You know, I do like generally like five over the speed limit. I stay in the slow lane, stay the fuck out of everybody's way, whatever. And I am like zero stress and just people are blowing just, especially in the mornings, they're doing 85 regular out here, 90 regular. And then you got the, the road, the racers and all that shit. There's just, it's a lot of crap, but commuting when you're forced to do it, it automatically, like you have so much energy during the course of a day. Like I was kind of thinking about this. You have so much energy at the, at the beginning of every day. You're like, your energy meter is full. And if you have to commute to work, especially on like a shitty, stressful commute, your energy level is already, you know, it might be depending on whatever happens, you might be It might knock out 10% of your total, like, faith in humanity energy that you start the day with or whatever. Sometimes, like, on a Friday, there's a light commute, no traffic, or a Saturday, no traffic at all, no problem. You're good. But, man, some days are worse than others. You know, pouring rain, accidents, you know, whatever happens, it just eats away at that meter, and it's just by the end of the day, if your meter is on E, then you're dragging it home and it's, it can be shitty, but, and also something I wanted to talk about that seems to be 
more prevalent now than it used to be is holidays at work. Any kind of celebration, party, whatever. The, the place where you work, normally they do something, right? And especially years back. Like, for example, the place I work at, I've been there over 20 years. And when I first started, the, you know, the first 10 years, there's only like a handful of guys there, maybe four or five guys in the past. You know, we take like a long lunch, we get pizza and sit and bullshit and have a good time, you know, for an hour and a half, knock off early, everybody goes home early to beat the traffic, it's real, it's a real light day. As time went on and people retired, now there's only three guys working there, including the owner, and he's like semi-retired, as time went on, there was like, well... We're, we're not going to, you know, I'll get pizza, but, I, you know, you guys can eat. And then, but I need this done today. And I need that done today. Okay. A couple years later, well, I, you know, pizza is so expensive. I, I you know, I, we're not going to do pizza this year because, you know, they want $45 for a couple of good pizzas. I'm, you know, I'm just not going to do that. Uh, so, you know, if you guys want to bring something or whatever, you can do that, but. And then after that, it was, well, you know, you I need this stuff done and you guys need to stay all day because I, I need to get all this work out and Bob, I'm busy. So all the, the whole celebration thing got completely pushed aside over the years. Now there's nothing. It's just another day. There's, it, it doesn't matter. There's nothing. There's no, no kind of celebration. Everything's been taken away. Now... Like the boss will say, hey, I need to take these table and chairs out of the break room home because I'm having company over and I need a, I need a table. So do you guys mind if I take the break room table and chairs? I'm going to do, I'll bring them back, you know, probably after the first of the year. That's what we get. That's what we, really, that's what we get now. And, you know, he, we used to get, we, thank God we still get a bonus, even though the boss is already complaining about it. And today I'm supposed to get paid. I got no paycheck. Another story, he used to give like C's candy out. He'd give you a bonus and he'd give you a little box of C's candy. Hey, you know, thanks. C's candy gone. No, too expensive. You know, it's just not even. So he has eliminated everything completely. Now it's just another day. You don't leave early. You get to fucking work every damn day. And he might say, the boss might say Merry Christmas as he leaves early while you're staying and working, but whereas in the past there was always, you know, some kind of holiday something, anything, pizza, something. And it's just a reflection of like, it seems like today the the friendliness, at least in the place of, the place I work. Now, I know other places do different things. But it's becoming more rare, increasingly rare to find companies that really give a shit about their people. And if you work for a place like that, fucking value that shit, man, because it, it doesn't have to last forever. Or somebody will come in and buy your company and they're not going to they're going to give you a boot in your ass. Fucking 25 years ago at the place I worked at in Michigan, they would give everybody a turkey at Thanksgiving. They'd bring in a pallet of frozen turkeys. Oh, you get a turkey. And I, I was like, oh, that's fucking badass. I go and give that like to my mom or whatever. Here, man, 
Thanksgiving turkey. I'm like, oh yeah, big dick energy. I got a, I got a twenty dollar turkey. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, who's doing it right? And then at, at Christmas they'd give out like a ham, so I'd get a turkey and a ham, and I'm like, you know, this company's not too bad. And when you t <laughs> once you figure that was when I was younger, when you when you figure out like the amount of money that people are making and that you're making for these people and they spend $40 on you <laughs> and you think, oh man, that's pretty cool. I like ham. <laughs> I like turkey, man. That's cool. Hey, it's something, right? But things have changed. I mean, thank God the place I work now, uh, the boss has kind of hemmed himself in a corner and the bonuses were kind of attached to um, how long you've been there, your seniority. So he's never went backwards on the bonuses, thank God. But uh, the work is not like it was years ago when we had tons of customers. Now we got two customers and it's, you know, a whole different deal. But yeah, so the holiday shit is gone. The friendliness is gone. Everything that was, that workers really appreciate at least at my place is gone. And from what I understand, other places is disappearing. And that's a shame because people need that shit, man. That's a huge morale boost and a lot goes a long way. I mean, even if you are getting a turkey or a ham, if they shake your hand and give it to you, I mean, but that, that place to be fair also had, you know, 50 employees or whatever, but, uh, that was years ago. And, but you got to do something for your people. If there's anybody, I'm sure there's nobody listening that owns a company that would even give a shit remotely, but you got to do stuff there. I've heard stories of some places that would have, you know, picnics in the summertime and you get paid for a day of work and every, the whole, you bring your family to a park and there's all kinds of games and prizes and raffles and shit like that. Um, you know, Christmas stuff, there's. I've heard all kinds of stuff from different companies, uh, but as I understand, and from what I hear now, that a lot of that's going away, and that's that's just a shame. You got to treat your people right, and uh, I don't know. That was that's just kind of on my mind. And one real quick last news story I got to get motivating here, but something I heard this morning: L.A. D.A. asshole uh, Soros plant. George Gascon, the scourge of Los Angeles, has come out with a new policy that he is eliminating or they're not prosecuting in, in a scenario where an illegal or somebody with an immigration status issue where they rack up multiple charges due to whatever whatever crime they're committing, if there's multiple charges, if any of those charges will interfere with their immigration status, he will remove those charges. They will waive those charges. So if you get stolen you get a stolen car, whatever, drugs, guns, any of those charges that jeopardize your immigration status, they will waive. But 
if you're a U.S. citizen and you have full citizenship, you're gonna eat all the you're gonna eat all the charges. It's only the people whose charges could present an immigration conflict and risk them being deported. He'll drop the charges. Can you believe that shit? It's that guy has survived. What they a couple recalls. Nobody likes him. The staff doesn't like him. The L.A. Pe- people in L.A. don't like him. Cops don't like him. I guess criminals like him and Soros likes him. That's about it. One and the same, right? So that's happening. Well, uh, anyways, it's the holiday season. Outrageous. Santa is checking his list. To I got to motivate. Or nice, and I'm thank you guys for dropping guilty. by. So I, wrote I appreciate a song. it. And I will get with you next time. Have a good one. (laughs) So little time. Santa won't be coming by my house this year. Cause I tried to drown my sister and I pierced my ear. Oh, mama made it perfectly clear. Santa don't like bad boys especially Jewish ones Gnipkinop <laughs> and Lego blocks are what I desire so why'd I have to set the pizza guy's hair on fire I told him I was sorry I'm a liar so no toys for me I don't deserve them. I couldn't wait for a big wheel as the holiday neared. But then I told my grandma that she had a beard. (laughs) Dear Santa, I know what my problem is. Why I can't be good. It's a fear of intimacy. You see, my whole life, whenever I've met someone really great like you, and I keep feeling I'm getting too close to them, something inside me makes me want to screw it up. So in a weird way, the reason I'm so bad is because I love you so much, Santa. Rock'em, sock'em, robot is what I was hoping for. But then I made a death threat to Vice President Gore. Oh, Santa won't be knocking on my door cause she's a big fat whore. What made me say that shoots and ladders would be so good indeed? So why'd I have to sell that cop a bag of weed? So Santa, please give me my easy bake oven. I swear I thought Billy Goats were made for loving. So Santa, won't you accept my apologies? Santa, can't you see? I'm begging you, please. Oh, Santa, next year I'll do you right. Live from New York, it's Saturday night.